0: chapter fifty eight of half a century by jane grey swiss Helm. this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by pamela Nagami. special work in the wilderness of work i must choose and began to select men who had been given up by the surgeons and whom i thought might be saved by special care surgeon kelly soon entered into my plan and made his ward my headquarters To it my special patients were brought until there was no more room for them. That intuitive perception of the natural position of muscles and the importance of keeping them in it, which came to me on first seeing a wound dressed, gave me such control over pain that I used to go through the wards between midnight and morning and put amputation cases to sleep at the rate of one and fifteen minutes. In these morning walks, i saw that the nurses were on duty and had substantial refreshments saw those changes for the worse sure to come if they came at all in those chill hours seeing them soon was important to meeting them successfully and i succeeded in breaking up many a chill before it did serious damage which must have proved fatal if left until the morning visit of the surgeon also in those walks i chose special cases have more than once sat down by a man and calculated in this way. You may have twenty, forty years of useful life, if I can save you. I shall certainly die one year sooner, for the labor I expend on you, but there will be a large gain in the average of life and usefulness, and when you risk all of your life for the country as much mine as yours, it is but just that I should give a small part of mine to save you every man lived whom i elected to life and dr kelly who knew more than any one else about my plans and on whom i most counted for aid has said that i saved enough to the government in bounty money by returning men to duty who would otherwise have died to warrant it in supporting me the balance of my life but his statements could not always be relied upon for he insisted that i never slept had not been asleep during the seven weeks spent in campbell was a witch and would float like a cork, if thrown, from the long bridge into the Potomac. In selecting a man in desperate case to be saved, I always took his temperament and previous life into consideration. A man of pure life and sanguine temperament was hard to kill. Give him the excuse of good nursing and he would live through injuries which must be fatal to a bilious, suspicious man or one who had been guilty of any excess. A tobacco-chewer or smoker died on small provocation. A drunkard or debauchee was killed by a scratch. There were two ward surgeons who disapproved of the innovation of a woman in Campbell, and especially of one held amenable to no rules. They were both in favor of heroic treatment, which I did not care to witness, and I spent little time in their wards. One of them kept a man with two bricks tied to his foot and hanging over the foot of his bed until he died, after ten days of a sleepless agony such as could not well have been excelled in an inquisition, while his wife tried to comfort him under a torture she begged in vain to have remitted. The night after she started home with his body I was passing through the ward when I came upon a young Philadelphia zouave in a perfect paroxysm of anguish. Three nurses stood around him, and to my inquiry, what is the matter? replied by dumb-show that coming death was the matter and that soon all would be over while in words they told me he had not slept for forty-eight hours i had one place a chair for me and sat down and with my long thin hands grasped the thigh-stump which was making all the trouble drew and pressed the muscle into a natural easy position cooed and talked and comforted the sufferer as i should have done a sick baby and in ten minutes he was asleep then i whispered the nurses to bring cotton and oakum and little cushions made them put the cotton and oakum in small tufts to my index fingers and while i crooned my directions in a sing-song lullaby air i worked in this support gradually and imperceptibly withdrawing my hands until i could substitute the little cushions for the force by which they held the muscle in proper position this done my boy soldier slept as sweetly as ever he had done in his crib next morning a nurse came running for me to hurry to him he had slept six hours waked had his breakfast and had his wound dressed and now the pain was back bad as ever i went fixed the mangled muscle with reference to his change of position made a half mould to hold it there, and before I had finished he began an eight-hour sleep. Ten days after he was sent home to his mother, and I saw or heard of him no more. End of chapter 58